do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0. Hello, welcome to Tim and Joel. Call it in the ring. It's National Tight End Day, Joel. The day in which, uh, inferring from context, not American myself, in which Americans, even the most conservative, uh, can let their hair down and say, damn. Right? That's what it is? Yeah. Yeah, that's that That sounds about right. As, as a non-football watcher myself, that sounds exactly right. Uh, what What is that like in hockey? National... Uh, baggy butt day <laughs> goaltender day I, I don't know there's not a lot to, there's too much gear there's too much gear in That's hockey true. to admire much of anything and then when you do see their face it's all beardy and busted with the teeth oh yeah i just think they're give, give me give me football baseball any day i think <laughs> baseball football what is what are you talking like soccer baseball like we used to play on on the field back when we were kids no i'm talking about asses oh we're still talking about asses. <laughs> Or pro wrestling, which happens to be the subject of this this podcast. It is, isn't it? I guess that's yeah. why we're here every yeah. Sunday at noon Eastern on Fight talk about pro Fun. wrestling asses. That's right, we talk about pro wrestling asses. So leave a thumbs up for our asses, and yeah. uh, leave a comment if you're here for the asses. And maybe if you want to subscribe to us here, Fightful Over Bucks, we'll we'll talk about more butts. How about we'll put butts in seats? How's that, Tim? Mm, seat butt. We got our super chats too. If you go over to the chat. You can donate a super chat just by pressing that dollar sign at youtube.com slash overbooked. Any amount is supporting us, and we appreciate that because that way um, I can do things like pay Tim back for all the incredible work he does when we go to shows and he mans the camera and the audio and edits everything together and then everything gets lost and then he has to recover everything and it's a whole rigmarole. Uh, I appreciate you, Tim. So send It was done. <laughs> we saved the day. Send in your, your Tim appreciation super chats. I am I don't need to be appreciated, so I'm just here for the ride. And in the ride, we have our Discord. There's a link in the description of the video. Go ahead, join us on the Fightful Overbook Discord. Don't tell Sean Ross Sapp. He would never believe that it exists anyway. That's good enough for me. Tim, so much wrestling. Where do we start? Do we want to talk about Halloween Havoc last night? Well, yeah, I think, you know what? It's the first time I've tuned into NXT and... Probably months. <laughs> really? So, and I got to tell you, it feels like I didn't miss much, weirdly. <laughs> like, and the product has supposedly changed quite a bit, what with the shuffle on commentary and things. But, like, aside from a couple of questions, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is, this is pretty much where I left off. So. so... For those who don't know, when we used to do the show on our own channel, uh, we would talk about NXT quite a lot because it would our time slot would fall uh, around NXT time, so we would yeah. have quite a long conversation about what's going on, and also some of the NXT stuff was more was more interesting um, at the time. Regardless, the event last night was a little bit closer to 2.0 than we've seen lately. To be honest, if you've if you've watched any NXT in the last let's say month, uh, they started making little changes here and there incrementally and you can see the main event was really good we're going to talk about that for sure um the ladder match was was very nxt oriented (laughs) as as yeah 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 big time and then the ambulance match was kitschy the toxic attraction and alba fire stuff was pretty kitschy it was like it was pretty much a carbon copy of the the last like uh black and gold thing with dexter loomis like there was very little kind of alteration to that they took that formula and just 
redid it. Yeah, and like, listen, some of it's entertaining and some of it's fun. Um, I, I treat NXT that way. It's like they're throwing stuff at the wall, trying to figure out like, hey, are we? Is this something that our talent's gonna like when they move on to the main roster? But like, main rosters change a little bit, yeah. so they don't necessarily need to do uh, a toxic attraction goes to the haunted house type. Of no, thing. and that like, if I guess we can start with that. Uh, like it had it's it had its moments. Um, partial like when it leans into how stupid it is, like then I think it did pretty well. One thing they did much better, I think, was some of the makeup. Like, it's a shame because some of the 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 ghouls had, like, real lazy, low-effort stuff. And then other other ones were like, oh, damn, like, that, that looks pretty good. Like, the pumpkin monster uh, and some of the Roddy face people. You know, like, I, I think they might have brought in, like, the Chucky crew to do a little bit of work for their weird crossover crap. Because, like, you could see there was a marked difference between some and then there was, like, a zombie with, like, all just white face paint and, like, a little bit of black goo. <laughs> it's like, the oh. last, the last minute addition to the Yeah, map. yeah, yeah. Uh... But, like, I don't know, that Gigi Dolan segment was actually pretty funny because she, like, she was just so, like, corny and, like, leaning into it. I, I, I enjoyed the little seat at the table tea party thing, but that's kind of it he's also like a huge horror movie fan so for yeah. her, having the time of her life and that's great like i love stuff yeah. when they lean into it um yeah it was it was fun it was it was painless i think a lot of people wanted alba fire to walk out with the nxt women's championship yeah i mean i kind of yeah. did but i'm not surprised it didn't happen like it, the second i heard vic joseph be like x amount of days away from one year i was like oh all right i guess mandy rose is retaining <laughs> That's always how I felt. It was yeah. always like, and also, you know, pulling the curtain back, she just lost a, a family member and wow. Mandy Rose came back very quickly. And, and it's something that, you know, at the end of the match, you see her kind of kiss and, and look up and, you know, saying this one's for Richie. So, um, you know, we sent our thoughts out to her and, uh, and our love. And also it just, it felt like it's not time yet for her to, to let go of that title. Yeah. There's, a bigger story that's been kind of building in the background but not really there yet and that's the the roxanne perez story and yeah, i still yeah, yeah. think very much that it's going to be roxanne to take that title from mandy rose and then cora jade and roxanne are going to have a whole slew of matches that will either be really good or really bad depending on how they do them but that's kind of the way i see it toxic attraction moves up to raw or smackdown uh i would love to see them inevitably feud with damage control if damage control yeah. ever turns into a face team which could be done it's not impossible people no. like them yeah, yeah they just yeah. have to change their name get new music stop doing <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a list of stuff but the point what is, happens to bailey in that says maybe they ditch her you could ditch bailey but you still need a third because damage control is a three-person yeah, 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 team sure. and so is toxic attraction uh regardless like I'm, I'm just i'm spitballing who knows where all these teams are going to be in a year but i do see that it's mandy rose dropping it to roxanne and then being like a, a passing of the torch to let toxic attraction move on they were there for 2.0 and now we're going to move on with this next crop of talent that's yeah, why i think me. you're right i think you're right uh speaking of next crop of talent you want to talk about that ambulance match yeah so wow. I didn't know who Damon Kemp was because I missed all of that. But something NXT did phenomenally well was walking me through the timeline. Like I was like, who are, who's this guy? I missed all of this. They spelt it out for me. I literally like, oh, I, I stopped off at this point. Here's what happened since. Poor Roderick Strong, my God. Um, and then, yeah, I, I got I got kind of all I needed to know out of that in like a tight little package. Uh, and then uh, it was uh, tight end day. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so do you know who Damon Kemp is for real? Nope, not a clue. Uh, Gable Stevenson's brother. That looks correct. Weird yeah, that he's Stevenson. on TV before. <laughs> so Bobby Stevenson signed about a month or two before Gable officially signed his contract with WWE. And Gable, uh, not Gable, Bobby, I should say, Damon Kemp is having a wonderful run at wwe just period as a wrestler as a storyteller he's getting better every week again it's developmental he's so got a, he's got a good vibe him. like to yeah. him period like better than gable so like <laughs> yeah i'm not surprised that he's getting kind of the the shove first because he, he he just he's got a good feel to him he's got a good look uh he comes out and he's holding that chair and he looks vicious as hell and then that ambulance match was baller like really really great to see and then Julius Creed coming out and immediately hucking pine, uh, pumpkins. That's yeah. what you do. That's just the people pumpkins. in the Midwest. We're just like, oh, yeah, I remember. I grew up farming. I can yeah. huck a pumpkin so far. You watch how far I can hook this pumpkin. People were expecting uh, maybe Roderick Strong to like make an appearance during this match and swerve <laughs> the swerve of swerves. Do something. 
It would be nice. Instead of so playing, much talent just sitting there. Literally just lying in a hospital bed somewhere. Anyway, it was a really good match, a really fun match. I think both men stood out. Julius Creed has continued to impress not just yeah. me, but a lot of other people uh, as, as just an entertainer, as a wrestler. Uh, he's good as a single star. He's good as a tag team wrestler. I'm personally looking forward to the possibility of doing the Stevesons versus the Creeds. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be good if Gable is actually good at this, which That's we do not question. have any idea about yet. Like none whatsoever. We've seen him kind of stand meekly on a stage a couple times. Like that's it. I'm sure, Dan. I'm not the only. I, like I know other people did it, but I definitely did tweet that as well. Yeah, uh, sure. last night during the show. So good, great match. Uh, the ambulance match lived up to it, and both men just looked good, regardless of of who won. Which uh, Julius Creed won, so the Creed brothers remain intact in NXT. Yeah. Uh, ladder match opened the show. That was a <laughs> stunt fest of a stunt fest. Yeah. I read a stat, Tim that the North American championship had been defended. What was it? Something like five, five times, times. Yeah. four of which when the championship was vacated were ladder matches, including the first time the inaugural uh, NXT North American championship match. I listen, Shawn Michaels said in his post-match interview or his post-match uh, scrum, he was like, I, I have a propensity for ladder matches. So I can't be upset at it. The, the match itself was insane. Yeah, I mean, it was a good match. Like, it, it was funny as someone pointed out. I, I think it was Vic Joseph because I don't know what Booker T is doing at all. He anyway. doesn't either, by the he way. He doesn't. He's just mumbling there. Sometimes he'll just start talking about stuff that has nothing to do with anything. And so, let me before you continue, okay. let me. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll give you my Booker T um, kind of analysis and hot take when it comes to him being on NXT. So they brought him in as part of like the reset for all the uh the announced teams so raw smackdown and nxt got resets um i think they brought in booker t because they were getting frustrated with him talking shit about talent on his podcast yeah, and which i was said, about to say like i'm more intrigued by him and his terrible takes because at so least that's I. like interesting whereas this is like mumbly booker t who's just talking and then like oh druids are scary though <laughs> but like, because okay. because he has such a long contract with wwe they were like well we'd rather him in the tent pissing out than in you know outside yeah. pissing in the tent so they brought him in and said hey take a commentary gig and shut your mouth he still does his podcast gig but now i wouldn't be surprised if they were like can you tone it down on talking shit about yeah, our talent because like yeah, you don't yeah. know how things work here anymore but now he you will he's uh, he's an odd duck man because it's just like just the whole time he was that the coffin match was like the worst because of it because all he kept saying was there's a must win for apollo creed and it's like I, okay it was not good period that it match. was just constant yeah none of that was good uh i missed all of the build well quickly i dive into that i guess um uh did grace Do we Wall have to we don't no have no to. i'm just gonna say something about uh apollo creed's kids what was that about apollo cruz apollo cruz apollo creed's the the rocky guy this is how much i'm following uh apollo cruz does he have ugly kids or something what's the, what was, I don't what was know. the build about his kids i don't know the, the, no he just he talked about having kids and now he's no longer a nigerian prince who turns on his accent he is oh just God. apollo cruz who can see into the future there's been no development there's on so his character much, so much person like the actual yeah. skill just like squandered with him again like I, so here's the thing like i am a true believer that every wrestling character needs a characteristic like they need something yeah, about yeah, yeah, them yeah. that changes them um in <laughs> <So> general <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> yeah. is it apollo cruz or apollo creed but anyway uh, apollo cruz we never knew what the character was no and like guy who's a good wrestler can only a go yeah, so yeah, far yeah. and b be attributed to so many people like we talked about that it was the same thing with josh alexander and impact wrestling great wrestler um, other than like, I love impact and I love my wife and kids. So here they are at every defense I have. What is Josh Alexander? Yeah. So stuff like that. I want more of in my wrestling. I want more storytelling. This Apollo Creed character though, is just to Please. me a bridge too far. It's not great. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, I don't know that that match sucked. <laughs> it was not good. And just bringing out a bigger casket and they set it on fire. Come on. You set everything on fire. That's the whole point. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, ladder match. Ladder match. Much better. Much better match. Uh, very good. So many spots. Von Wagner still looks like a dumpster. 
uh very funny to me he's now got cornrows which is hilarious he nearly knocked out that lady who was who was like putting herself a bit more into the ring area than she should have been that's mostly on her yeah but, like it was, it was funny she did good averting that very slow moving ladder someone made it made some stink about that on twitter and i watched it back and i was like i was kind of a nothing burger yeah, they didn't get knocked out with it. They no. just, they kind of like was moving so slowly, moving her neck back as he uh, wrenched it backwards himself. He, he knew what he was doing. He was yeah, just kind of like, he, do he I was have aware she was there? And yeah, I mean, he would have if she wasn't like, speaking of which, man, Orlando, so sick of these crowds. You're sick of it, just me. ruins everything. They, they were actually okay last night, in my opinion. I, I, I don't like I that it's constantly 50-50 and so noticeable and audible. Yeah, like I want some like just just cheer for the faces. Like you're you're a part of the TV show and you're in a small audience. Like if it was bigger, no big deal. But like it's it's because it's so small and because the people attending are like you got 50 people who dress like or 50% of the people in there are dressing as the Joker for Halloween. So it's just <laughs> like they're cheering all of the heels, and it's just like shit. Well, now they think they're dressing like Liv Morgan. We'll talk about that later. Uh, in the ladder match, it was, it, it, yeah, one of the biggest problems that NXT and the crowd definitely has is the fact that they are quick to turn on talent because it's the only talent. Like, they see the same people every week and nothing changes. Yeah. So things get more stagnant to them much quicker. Uh, like Braun Breaker soon. They're going to start really turning hard on him if they're not careful with Braun Breaker. But he's so um, fun. He is fun. But we'll his, talk his about the main event. has not too. gotten old to me, right? Like, I, I'm happy to see the Steiners, like, read. You want a friend? Get a dog. Anyway, <laughs> like, ladder and match. He's, and he's, yeah, yeah, ladder match. Ladder match. <laughs> we'll ladder we'll match. get back My to God, we got to get uh, into it. Wes Lee an, uh, inaugurated as the North American champion. <laughs> I've been saying it since they had him. It was like September something. I said he's winning this this championship. When they yeah. when they got to oh because of the Carmelo Hayes, you know, getting closer to dropping the title, I was like Wesley is going to be the next champion. They, this yeah. is the story they've been telling. It made perfect sense. Didn't make sense to to swerve you with somebody else because no one else in that match needed the championship yet like wesley does uh it worked for me von wagner put on the best performance of Very his good. entire yeah. career yeah, so yeah. far uh he had he was the big guy in the match who was there to swat the flies away and he, yep. and he did a great job tremendous job with it uh yeah. other than that i'm just thinking who else like oral mensa uh definitely stood out as so his name his name's menza this guy's new to me too i haven't seen him oral menza is the former oliver carter from NXT UK, most people don't know him. Okay. Uh, Ashton Smith, uh, Ashton Smith, I should say, and uh, and Carter, they were NXT UK tag champions, and then one of them got injured, so they had to give up the titles. That's when Briggs and Jensen won the NXT UK tag titles for some reason. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, that's yeah. what led to that. And then NXT okay, UK awesome. shut down for the time being, so uh, Oro Menza got repackaged uh, as Oro Menza, and then brought over to NXT in Florida. And again, I, I think it's been a standout so far for him. Uh, Nathan Fraser continues to to absolutely yeah, I mean, <laughs> kill yeah. it. So yeah, yeah, he's going to keep doing. It. I would love to see Fraser and Wesley in in a best of five down the line I, he just yeah nathan fraser just did a best of three with uh with with a kid who is now axiom so i'm okay with with waiting you know what like, like axiom is a lazy name but it's better than a kid so i'm fine with that marvel movies <laughs> yeah um yeah it was a really solid match and like you said just spot after spot after spot just stunts all around uh and it's good to see wesley get some shot this is like a make good for all of the, like sorry we derailed your entire thing for no good reason i'm oh, sorry a, there was some reason but anyway well no so yeah, we'll to get better. into the background but yeah. the point is um all of his friends were so stoked for him too and i yeah. loved uh wesley doing the meteora off the ladder and that mm. was a shout out to his buddy trey miguel because they were the rascals uh in impact and in various other places uh there was a lot of just call call outs to his friends and yeah. i like that wesley deserves it uh again another guy that Shawn michaels is very high on very well clearly. i saw i saw a backstage thing with Shawn michaels hugging up that Shawn michaels who needs to just give up on the hair join the club bud oh he um, he, he talked about that on, on he, the, on the he post did? he's like good. i did a lot of things wrong back in the day and that's why i think i'm going bald it's, i mean going is it's gone brother like just just True. give up he did he did the head shave for a while when he did yeah. around jewel match he should just leave it yeah yeah just do it he's got a good shaped head he's fine go back to that yeah. he's he looks like a weird clown right now with his like bald up kind of mad yeah, I, I think he's like i want to look professional but i don't want to do i think the bald head is just a weird look for him it's just not i don't know i don't know where the hat bald head hat just get rid of that weird, like poofy long. Hair. Okay, anyway. you do the bald head, but then you put a wig under a hat. 
do it. Go for it. That's fine. That's That'll look better it. than what he's doing now. <laughs> Lots of people wear wigs. It's all good. No shame, brother. And the triple threat main event, they did Braun Breaker and Ilya Dragunov and JD, don't Google me. Yeah, hilarious. Good, I have good. nothing. I really don't have anything to say about Jordan Devlin other than just get him off my TV. And no, yeah, not... he's a dork. He's a square-headed piece of crap. He's a good yeah. wrestler. But this is not, that, but that's it. I, for it. Like, there's no, there's no character there other than um British kind of Irish. I don't Irish. Know. I, I am Finn Balor's younger brother. Who's yeah, basically really Finn he's Balor's lesser Finn Balor with fewer abs. I don't. Yeah, care. he's fraud Balor. Yeah, uh, I don't really. I just also he just he got called out. He's a piece of shit human being. He's. I don't care about this guy. And yeah, you know, just useless. Uh, that being said, the match was great. People were way way behind Ilya Dragunov, which I get it. Mm. Uh, and part of me was like, Are you behind him because you think he's good, or because you saw the one Walter match? Like what? I mean, what did it? Good. He's very good. Uh, he's his entrance package is a bit bland. I don't yeah. mind his promos. He's 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 quirky in the promo. Like he's he's yes. he's odd, which I think yes. I, I, at least it's novel. Like I'll give him that. So his whole thing was he's Russian, yeah. and I think there's a big kind of like wait and see approach to him right now. Last night, Vic Joseph called his finish the Torpedo Moscow, which is what it's called. But yeah. for weeks before this, they were just calling it Torpedo. Mm. Uh, but I think they're just, they're trying to figure out like, what do we do? This guy's, he's he's Russian and Russia's I mean, kind of Russian people don't right cease to exist despite their government's actions. Like, I find that I a bit silly. Like, you can't. It's like, still perception of the greater, yeah. you know, the greater world. So you're kind of yeah. stuck with like, this guy's Russian. All Russians are evil. And we know that's not true. No. So just... we're stuck with this, like, he he speaks for Russians. And if he does, then guess what? He's going to have to say something uh, in a politicized promo, which nobody wants They don't want to touch. They definitely don't want to touch that. Yeah. Exactly. So he's in this weird spot where, like, he's so good. And you know what really sucks more than anything about Ilya Dragunov? We can't do our Ivan Dragon Russian oligarch on the main oh, roster yeah. thing. Yeah. Because he might fall down a flight of stairs or get thrown out of a window. Sorry, fall out of a window. Fall out. <laughs> or commit a murder-suicide as they did two in a row like that, which was like, oh. And, like, I could see him on the main roster. I don't know what they're going to yeah. do with him. But uh, he's clearly impressed not just fans but also people of importance in uh, WWE. So why not? Uh, either way, just add him to match. Imperium and say he's from like a, a former Soviet state. <laughs> like, Could you imagine? Oh my God, yeah. Imperium grows one more. I'm fine oh with God. that. Everyone's going to have a four person stable, man. We'll get to that. Braun Breaker wins, retains his NXT championship. No Austin Theory cash in this past week. I don't know if you saw it, probably not. Uh, Austin Theory showed up on NXT with his briefcase, held it up, and said, Hey, this could happen. I'm fine with Austin Theory cashing in on the NXT championship. Yeah, I'd rather that. The second time back down. <laughs> Poor don't bastard. care. Take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. He's a kid. He's he's still figuring this shit out. So I would rather he run that brand and do all the media, do all the just do everything. Teach yeah. him all the skills that are external to wrestling and character building that get him up that that to the next echelon to move to being a believable champion in WWE on the main roster. I think yeah. that's really what we're going for with him. Definitely. Um, uh, so yeah, I really liked Breaker's entrance where he continues to break things. The the shovel was a nice. He really gave it some wallop. I enjoyed that. He did. He went nuts. It was kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was Halloween Havoc. Turned out to be uh, a, a very mixed show in terms. Yeah, of it had up. some like really high highs and like, man, I'm sorry. The shots he host is not good. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind. I they only did two segments it. with her. two segments, fine. which was not. But it's also like just not. Comes out looking kind of like Beetlejuice. Lash Legend <laughs> is involved, which is, brings everything down. So <laughs> you're not a big and like I still didn't get. I haven't seen uh what what's his name Clancy Quincy Quincy, Quincy Elliot Quincy Elliot. I still haven't really seen what he's doing, and I didn't get the chance to see what he's doing because he was cut off most of the time. Like yeah, it should have been shine for Quincy. Having yeah, like there should have been a passing decided. of the torch so that Shotzi does it this time. So Quincy does it next time, and we don't see yeah. Shotzi next time because she's on the main roster, but I guess she's not. And now she's fighting Lash Legend. But then we got Shotzi doing Lash Legend, yeah, on Tuesday. So it's they're just existing. Yeah, it I, is I don't it know. Is. It's not not my favorite. That's fine. Other than that, the show was I don't know I again it's a 50 50. 
that that was really how I felt. And I was tired and not feeling great personally. So I was like, I got through the show. I got through the post call and I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. Yeah. And this morning I was like, okay, show was fine in certain aspects. And then yeah, it's a pretty good stuff. Like, like three, yeah. four really solid matches. Exactly. Uh, where to next? You want to go to AW and then come back for Ron? Yeah, Smack that yeah. Time? Let's go back to Wednesday because we, we got a lot talking to talk about. Friday. Oh, we got. We also we're gonna have to talk about uh, the CM Punk stuff soon. So let's mm, let's just we did put it in the thumbnail. It, it is yeah. so dynamite. Let, where do you want to start? You want to start with that promo with MJF and William Regal? Yeah, yeah, yeah start yeah, hot. It's fun. It's fun. More more screaming. <laughs> so so while I was watching it, I was of two minds. One. MJF was like really good. The yeah. delivery was really good. On the other hand, I'm kind of sick of MJF using the I tried, you pushed me away. You know, I, it's just like I, I'm baby facing myself, even though I'm very clearly a heel. Like, I feel like this whole thing ends with him doubling back, cheating his way through whatever it is to win the. AEW World Heavyweight Championship. And they've like, been doing that story a bunch already. Yeah, because they did this stuff with Punk too, right? Yeah. Like, and it's just, I don't know. Like, I don't want to see a babyface MJF as much as they're teasing. I don't want to see that. I don't care. I think he's better as a heel. Um, I think it's going to be one of those things where at full gear, he's going to come out, he's going to babyface everyone. And then he, when he eventually or inevitably, does something heelish to win the title when he cheats to win and he's hugging Stokely in the firm and he's got the title and blah, blah, blah. And people are booing him. They're going to then like, it'll be like, Oh, like it'll be that moment. That's the reaction. Like we yeah, knew it was coming. Exactly. Like it's, it's, I don't know. It's a bit too predictable. Like, and I, I, I don't know. Like also you're still young as hell. Like I don't, yeah. I don't care that William Regal stopped answering your emails. <laughs> and clearly you've done well for yourself. Like it's one yeah. of those things. There's a larger, like there's a larger conversation. Okay. He wants to go to WWE, like the, the free agency 2024, whatever it's, I get it. Um, I just, he did the same thing with punk where he was like, Hey, uh, you let me down when you walked out of WWE and now he's doing this with Regal. You let me down by ignoring me after my, you know, my tryouts and sending you matches. Yeah, insert like the statement like little Jew boy. Like he's just like he just keeps yeah. mentioning like this stuff, and it's like, okay, yeah, but we already visited this, and it's good that you're adding some complexity to your character, but like I think you're better served staying as this extremely bitter person rather than like this redeemed guy. And I don't get the like back and forth tweener promos, like it, it's just kind of giving me a bit of whiplash with it. I'm not I'm not following so much because like as much as like he'll do like some babyface stuff, I still think he's kind of an asshole because <laughs> like, yeah. he's good at being an asshole and he has been more an asshole than anything else. So just lean into that. And like you're wrestling mocks like. And he's extremely over right now, especially given everything that's happened over the last two months. It's yeah. strange. I, 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 I'm, I'm excited for the match and I'm excited for what's going to happen with MJF and Moxley and MJF potentially winning the, uh, the AEW world heavyweight championship, but who knows? It, it's just a weird build right now for MJF. Yeah. And it's, got, it's nice. Cause it does have like these really nice moments, like that regal MJF thing where like the crowd were kind of all over the place. I thought that was really interesting. Oh, I loved yeah. the way that they, they got behind MJF and then regal brought them right back to his side. Stuff yeah, like that. Good. That push Love and pull. It. Very, that's very fine. exciting. Yeah. That's that that's just a masterclass in like knowing how to command and control your audience. I give them full marks for that. Yeah. Again, the time. content of MJF's promo, don't really love it. Don't really need yeah, it. Yeah, like it's weird. Like it's it it feels so strange because we're building to this match where there's no real personal animosity. It's just dangling the chip. Um they're adding it, but the animosity is with Regal. It's not with Mox. Regal's not wrestling, like it's 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 weird and chaotic and then and then the unfortunate finish where they scramble to to do the full gear announcement and there's mic problems and it's just like ah, i don't know how to feel i'm being thrown every which way uh so let's talk about that main event yeah mox and hangman come out i loved hangman going to meet mox in the crowd to start the fight yep 
Yeah. Love really that. And Mox bang being and start. Like, like, yeah, they did so much in the opening. Uh, could not say a bad word about that start. And then unfortunately, as we got back to the ring and started the match, really, you know, as it started cooking, uh, they do the King Kong lair and then Hangman, uh, you know, does the flip bump. And however he landed, he knocked himself out. Unfortunately, they had to stop the match and, you know, they, they had to take him out on a, on a, on a, on a bodyboard, on a stretcher. Uh, Mox cuts a promo. They're everyone's very clearly shaken, which is totally yeah, understandable. Yeah, yeah. Like Taz comes because it came back. It was like picture in picture. It happened, and then they come back and like, like uh, uh, match is over. It's like okay. Yeah. I was so I, I was, was really on, on Fight TV uh, on on Fight Plus or AW Plus. So you had so, the yeah. Yeah, uh, I didn't have the picture in picture. I was just watching yeah. the match, and I was like, oh, okay. Like what? What's happening? And. uh yeah, it, it, and it sucked. And, and the good news is, Mox, uh, sorry, uh, Hangman is is okay. It was a concussion, which all things considered, that is the best possible outcome for a scenario like this. And I think many people have knocked that into the ground, so we don't need to. And again, Mox cuts a promo uh, after the match, which, you know, they just gave him a mic and said, you can move along, say some things, and then get to the MJF stuff. Uh, good promo. Again, Mox can command a room. Yeah, Everyone yeah. was listening to him, and it was his hometown too, so it all worked out. MJF comes out. He does the uh, the tease of cashing in the chip, and I like that he brings out um, he brings out the referee. He brings out Bryce, and Bryce is like trying to put on his gloves because of the blood uh, on Moxley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they then they tease it, and then he gives the chip to Regal. Does MJF, and he's like, "I'm going to do it right. I'm going to do it a full year." And I like that. I'm fine with that. I, I yeah, that's no a problem. good match to do. That's a great hot match to do with full gear uh mox and mjf is going to be entertaining as hell we've done it before during the pandemic but now we're going to do it live with human beings in the arena all good that's yep. great no issues you want to go to new jersey no and me neither i don't know that, no. although it's easier to get to because porter flies like from the island yeah. straight to yeah, yeah, yeah. near the venue <laughs> yeah so overall it sucked that uh, we got to do Hangman and Mox again. We are yeah, yeah, yeah. like Hangman's redemption has to come from somewhere or the beginning of it. It sucks that you know what happened happened, but I think there's room to bring him back and then write him back into this whole thing. However, they do it. Uh, I'm still interested in what happens when the elite come back because that's a whole other can of worms. To, Who to knows? Yeah, Kenny in the main event scene would be fun. Yeah, you know? that would be fun. There's, fun there's Depending on who his opponent is, again, like I don't want to see just the same kind of stuff. Yeah, we are on Sundays, at least right now at noon Eastern. Keep your eyes peeled. We're uh, we're working on the overbook schedule. So mm. Sundays at noon Eastern for right now. Who knows when that changes? Could be tomorrow. I don't know. Let's talk about doing another Storm. show tomorrow. <laughs> no, we're not doing another show. Yeah. Someone else. Uh, Hikaru Shida and Tony Storm for the interim. Shid Storm. Shid Storm, as I'd call it. No, it was Shid Storm. Now it's Shid versus Storm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, or, I like Or the, the Shid hit the fan. And create Anyway. No, nah, the, the storm yeah, hit the shit. Yeah. Anyway, good match. I actually good. really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, same. I was yeah, like, this is the first time I've seen Tony do a one-on-one that I've like enjoyed a lot. Like before it was kind of like plotting. This one I enjoyed. I liked it. I thought they had a lot of chemistry. Yeah, they, they use the history. Uh, Sheeta having, excuse me, having an ax to grind uh, with, you know, losing her, her women's championship during the pandemic or just as the pandemic was as, as ending. Uh, that was good. Uh, Storm, listen, I, I have this feeling that she won't be the interim champion for the entirety of Thunder Rose's uh, yeah, exit. absence. Yeah, I, I get the same vibe. I would like to see them switch up that interim championship, and it's not because I don't like Tony Storm, it's because I just like to see what happens when they throw that wrench into the gear. Yeah, you know, I think it'd be real fun, and then of course, afterwards. Uh, they have Soraya and then Britt and Rebel. And I don't know. How do you feel about Soraya and Britt basically taking over the women's spotlight after a title match? Soraya sure is changing a lot, eh? <laughs> it's changed a bunch. Very, very much keeping Britt the focus, even though, yeah. Is it is there a long-term play here? Or do you think it's just... Soraya's here and she's going to bring eyes to the women by wrestling for the first time in like seven years. No, there's no ideas. There's no plan. It's going to be the same AEW women's division. It's been for two years, three years. Like, I don't, there's just not that much happening. Taz even said Soraya. Like, and then, yeah, the rest of the all these team weeks, jumps like, on him. He's like, no, 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 it's Soraya. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Yeah, there's that. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It, and then on Rampage, they did the um, Willow had a match with Layla Gray that was long and not great. And then afterwards, they do Tony Schiavone in the ring. And Tony's like, Willow, you get the graphic. And everyone's excited. And that's great. People love Willow. I understand it. She's a great wrestler. She's she a great human being, by all accounts. Uh, very infectious as a character and as a person. So great. Good for her. Really happy to see it. Um, doing it after that match was one thing. And then Jade comes out. And Jay Cargill does like the I'm not leaving until I get my TBS yeah, championship. Yeah, I'm going to hold your show hostage. Give me my stuff. And what's funny is that, you know, Jade comes down and Willow's like, oh, no, I don't want any of this. And I'm like, this is the moment that you can stand <laughs> up to Jade and be like, I just got signed. I got nothing to lose. Like, I'm here now. Right. Uh, but whatever. She walks away. I'm assuming they're going to do Jade and Willow again at one point where Willow gets the win, but not for a while if I have yeah, to put yeah. my money down. So they go to the back and they're doing the Nyla stole the title thing. And listen, comedy, it's gold. It's funny. I hate that it's after a title, but yeah, I have an idea. Oh, okay. You can, you can salvage this weird kind of played out idea. I think I can. I think I can. I All think right, I can. Reading that book to my child now. I think I can. Anyway. Uh, so eventually Jade's going to have to get one up on Nyla. Hmm. Nyla has been just all fun and games and joking around and messing around. Uh, Jade's going to have to do something pretty diabolical. Like she's going to have to beat up Vicky Guerrero or something and leave her bloody. Someone has to. Oh yeah, exactly. And that's like, (laughs) that's her best friend, her mentor. That's going to bring back the native beast. And that's going to make it Jade's biggest challenge yet, both physically and like just, just as a challenge is going to be, physically her biggest one emotionally her biggest one whatever it is you know you awoken the beast uh you've made this a personal affair jade and nyla at the next pay-per-view doing that in new jersey that works for me as long as the story is we're gonna fight we're gonna mess each other up because you went too far you know this was all fun and games until you did this and i could do that like i could be behind that story yeah yeah i could see that working like I, I don't know. You just need to give Jade some emotional anything because right now it's all just like, like very stiff and like she's got the baddies and they're not doing anything. No one's doing anything. I think that losing um, Red Velvet kind of messed up some yeah. stuff and then adding Layla Gray and then they did the Stokely thing and Stokely got bounced, bounced around a bunch. I think that kind of messed up the whole. Gym. Yeah, he, he just disappeared again. Like, I, I hate this dropping the thread stuff where, like, they'll introduce things and then it just never gets explained. Stokely's just on to something else. And it's just like, ah, okay. yeah, it's, it's very strange. But uh, that's kind of how I would revive the Jade and Nyla TBS championship match. Um, other than just like, oh, I have your title. Ha ha ha. Come and get it. LOL. 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 Like, I. Give me something better. Give me, give me a little. Yeah, story. yeah. Start Not a few. Just like just, yeah. Right now, you're poking the bear. Awaken, like Jade. Have her just do something very, very violent, and then make it personal from there. Fine by me. Yeah, yeah. We can do that. Uh, so that's basically the the AEW stuff. So let's let's the the, the real meat of the, the situation is this week. Uh, a lot of talk about CM Punk. A lot of talk about the uh, a steel officially has his aw release that was kind of dropped very casually by dave Meltzer during his uh yeah. his late night dynamite report it was like i was like up at 5 a.m and i just scrolled my twitter and i found someone who had transcribed everything and it was just a random tweet like dave Meltzer says hey, and it's like again it's 5 a.m i'm like what the f-? anyway it's like that's the most movement we've seen on this front in a long time yep so now the talk is that punk might be headed for a buyout oh what a surprise no surprise (laughs) i get it i'm fine with it um the guy has been a ratings draw for AEW in a and again i'm not going to talk like oh he should have been bringing in the two million viewers that's not what this is the point is if you look at AEW's ratings week after week year over year punk was consistently drawing a larger rating for people they were coming in he has a huge fan base a, a very popular fan base who follow him everywhere. I think he's the best yeah. um, merch money through the roof. Yeah. The guy is a proven commodity draw, whatever you can think the way you want about him. Um, I have my thoughts. We've talked about them and now the big conversation has shifted to if, and when he finishes a non-compete clause, could he wind up back in WWE? 
No. <laughs> Why do you say so. no? Because I think it it would be uh, after seeing him act like that. Like I don't I don't know how anyone is taking his side in this. It, it's incredibly unprofessional. Very rude. Like childish as all hell. Like he just he's not a professional. Like I would never hire him, no matter how much. Like it, it, there's too much. It's too caustic. Like the risk you're taking on that is too high. Like welcome to the wrestling world where like, this happens yeah. all the time. Vampiro just won a damn championship for the shittiest recreated version of a company. I'm not going to mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. point is, shitty people get gigs all the time. Oh, and no kidding. People like this is a specific. This is a specific industry that seems to celebrate like dirt bags. So right. I don't know. I think it's foolish. I think I don't think it would be like a good use of money because like he clearly is injury prone at this point. Like if nothing else, like I just don't think his body's letting him do this. Honestly, you know what you do? You don't even you don't bring him in as a full time. You bring him in on the Brock deal. Yeah. Send him to Saudi. <laughs> Honestly, but here's the thing that pays for itself then money talks and that's exactly what it is and i know that like punk has made these like suck a blood soaked stick in saudi arabia or whatever to the miz guess what carl anderson said never again and guess what carl anderson's doing in about two weeks yeah like that's the thing punk can say all that stuff but i don't i don't i don't know man after after seeing a man act like that, I don't think he has all that much integrity. I think he'd go back on his thing for a big payday. So I like, think I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't respect or admire CM Punk really. Like, no offense, no, but like, I just, I just don't see. Him. Yeah. I, I, I doesn't do it for me. He never has. Like I stopped watching wrestling when he was on the up and I just didn't get his in ring. Uh, I finally, what you showed me the pipe bomb and that, that one promo was very good. Yeah, and he coasted and like, ever since. No, and sorry. that's honestly because I never thought he was very good in ring. I really didn't. Like, I did not like his GTS. He always seemed to slop it up, which was his finisher and like pedigree from a turn. I didn't get the names for things. I was like, oh, because you have a tattoo. Okay, <laughs> cool. And My it was straight edge, straight edge, straight edge at the time. And I was a teenager yeah. and I was very much not about that. No problem with being straight edge. I'm probably closer to that now than anything. But like when I was a teenager, that was not working. I was like, oh, screw this dork. Yeah, there's there is that. Um, with Punk going back to WWE, I think, honestly, Triple H is more than willing to put bygones you know, let bygones be bygones and water under the bridge and so on and so forth to do business. Because if there's one thing that punk can do, it's bring a large fan base into WWE that like, let him listen, let punk go out and say some shit and be like, yeah, I'm back. And I don't want to be here. Let him, let him do that. Anti anti WWE, but I'm here to cleanse, you know, cleanse the palate of the wrestling fan with some good wrestling, whatever the I hell feel bad for do. Cody and all that. If that happens, that's what he's like, ah, oh, I got away. Oh. Cody's going to, yeah. Cody's going to be like, I followed me here. <laughs> this, this son of a bitch. Yeah. I can see it working out for a short term deal. I can see it becoming, let's get your last big matches out of the way. Get your last, like the last things you need, just get it and get a lot of money for it. Again, don't put him on a full-time deal where he shows up every week. I think that's a waste of time. But there's absolutely money still in CM Punk, regardless of how you feel about him. I think he handled himself friggin' poorly. Horribly. Like, Awful. Just, like, there's no justification. Wrong. Like, what a baby. Like, it was just, okay. okay. Like, not nothing bad has really happened to you, you baby like like just taking everything as this deeply personal insult it's like man imagine imagine a world where you do roman versus the rock at wrestlemania and then wrestlemania ends with the rock having won beaten roman and out comes cm punk to, <laughs> sounds so just bad to, just to pick up where they left off like oh. five six what was it 2014 so almost it'll be almost 10 years ago at that point I, I don't love it, but like just the idea of doing of it, I don't want that's it. a very Vince McMahon style yeah, thought. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, again, it comes down to so many factors. We don't know for sure that Punk's going to be bought out. We don't know what it looks like, how long a non-compete would look. Uh, listen, TK could easily make the deal. Be like, we're going to pay you out, but your non-compete is going to be half of whatever's left on your contract. However long that was. Yeah. There's just, there's a business there with Punk. Make him an independent contractor. Do not put him in a media scrum environment again. If he, 
And again, this is what's hilarious is that when he was in WWE, he complained that like he was never asked to do media. Well, we just found out why. Yeah. Like here's the, and the problem is you can't control him now because social media, right? Like he's mm-hmm. just going to set up his own media scrub and, and throw a hissy fit over nothing. Like, and at that point you just, you, you pull him back. Yeah. 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 It's the best you can do. Cause he's, if he does have some sort of official employee status with AEW, which has been alluded to by, by several people, uh, then there's a bigger conversation at hand about severance and, you know, the do's and don'ts of what he did. And then if he comes back to WWE, guess what? He's an independent contractor. He's just, he's going to be just like Cody would be just like the Miz would be. He'd be, he'd be just one of the boys. And maybe he loves that. Or maybe he doesn't, but I think that there's money in, in a CM Punk return on a short term, just a, just a short term, like last run. Here's hoping. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't care either way. But yeah. Punk versus Roman, I don't know. Could be could be entertaining. Punk versus Roman with all the hindsight of the past, where like he talked so much shit about Roman Reigns in that podcast with Cole Cabana. He he had so much shit to say to Roman. If those two can put that stuff aside and, and make money in a big time match, I'm not against it. Doesn't have to be for a title. I don't care. It can just be a grudge match. Like CM Punk confronts all of his demons. <laughs> CM Punk confronts all of his haters. Oh my God. It'd just be him standing in a ring, getting his ass beat one after the other. Just have them all line up. The the slaps, right? Like the yeah. Simpsons bit. Brock Lesnar first, though, right? Yeah. Let him. Oh, Bobby Lashley. Good. About that. Did you watch that segment from Raw? Bobby and, Bar- and Brock? I had actually already seen it. I watched it. I rewatched it. It's very violent. Did. Good. It's Wasn't good. it fun? It was funny to see all of the people who haven't been on TV out there trying to stop <laughs> Bobby for some reason. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's Akira Tozawa, still dressed like a ninja. Was okay. he still? I didn't notice him. He was still I saw, I like, saw like Johnny Gargano out there and stuff. Yeah, and I, I think like, Shelton oh, Benjamin okay. was there too. He was, and I was like, close. why is Shelton Benjamin trying to keep Bobby back when I he's did. like Brock Lesnar's best friend from college? It's very confusing. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was there was some interesting stuff. The violence itself was good, but yeah, <laughs> all of those they, people there was very odd. They did your favorite. They did the barricade spot. It was it was a little high angle. It looked like it might have actually hurt a little bit, so I, I didn't mind it because Brock like took it, it right right in the the upper butt. <laughs> the tight end day. The yeah. uh yeah the um the 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 table spot the announce table spot. That looked like it hurt. Mm. Brock afterwards, th- there were multiple angles that they showed, I think on TV and then on socials. And like Brock looked like he, he was like, that sucked. He just winced in pain. <laughs> looked like he took it right shit. to the back. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's great. It was very, very exciting. What do you think? Brock and Bobby and Saudi, that's happening. Is it uh, it's a Saudi who, match? It's the it's Saudi Goldberg. Match. Yeah, it's the it's the Goldberg spot. It's fine by me. Brock yeah, gets his yeah, win back against Bobby. Yeah. Um and also Brock needs to, well, not his win back, but Brock needs to win again. They need to build him back up for whatever he's going to do at Mania. What do you do with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania at this point? I don't know. I don't have a place for Brock Lesnar, but I also don't have a place for part-timers in my, in my world. So I don't know. That's fair. But again, like he's, they got to fit him in somewhere. You got yeah, 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 WrestleMania. There's, I don't know. You can do Omos, have a terrible match. <laughs> kind of i'm kind of for it dude yeah, yeah brock yeah, and brawn again yeah that would be fine and boring like <laughs> brock versus the monsters brock and otis there it is actually brock likes working younger guys or not younger uh smaller guys because yeah. he gets to throw them around they throw have them more, around be a big yeah, man. more competitive yeah. matches like that I don't brock know, versus I don't... ray <laughs> actually you know that, i've seen that and it was really good i yeah. would love to see brock versus ray again but we're gonna see ray versus gunter uh, next week, I'm excited for that Intercontinental Championship match. That's Big gonna be time. fun. Yeah, they're doing SmackDown on FS1, which doesn't matter to us because we're Canadian. Uh, they're taping two weeks of SmackDown. Too. Is that better or worse? I don't understand what FS1, FS1 is. It's worse. Okay, got it. It's, it's not like because Fo- it's like the Sci-Fi Network type thing, eh? Kind of, yeah. Because Fox, Fox is the um, uh, what's the word? Not cable, but the other one, network television. Yeah. So like, so they, this is it's like a everywhere. Channel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. FS1 is a pay channel. That's the best way to put it. Uh, so they're going to be on FS1. They're they're pulling out everyone. Like Roman's going to be on the show. Ronda Rousey's doing an open challenge. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have. <laughs> no, she's <laughs> not. They're okay. So based off of the promo she cut, that open challenge is not going to happen. She's going to go down to the ring. She's going to tease an open challenge. She's like, Nah, you don't deserve it. And then she's going to walk away. And that's going to be all you see of Ronda next week. I mean, there's talk about doing uh, uh, Ronda versus uh, Shayna, not Sonia. Shayna. 
program. I'd be fine with that. Okay, it might kick off here. I don't think it's going to have a match. There will be no open challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would kick off, but it yeah, would, yeah, yeah. Or, or it's going to be someone comes out and gets the shit kicked out of him, and that's it. Like Zaya Lee comes out because oh, she man. made it to the ring yeah. first, and then they're like, bye, Zaya, and that's it. Or Shotzi yeah. gets the win over Lash Legend. So guess what Shotzi does on Friday night? Oh, my. Gets the God. shit kicked out of her by yeah. Ronda Rousey once again. Oh, that sounds awful. I do see that. I see the chat saying that uh, Brock versus Braun Breaker. That would be a fun match. Yeah. I would like to see that. If you can bring up Braun. So someone was saying in the chat as well, like put him against whoever. Oh, Mod Mike was saying whoever Brock eliminates or eliminates Brock from the Rumble, let them start a program together. And yeah, that's, that's fine. That's good show, and if it's yeah. Braun Breaker who does it, cool. Let's do it. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's yeah, that's Ronda. So we talked about Brock and Bobby. So let's let's focus on SmackDown, I guess. because uh, Yeah. How annoying is Logan Paul now? <laughs> There's just something about him. Like his words are fine, but it's just like you're so distasteful as a human being, and I don't know what it is. Like I just do not. You're just you're just awful. Like I don't know what that promo was where he calls everyone dummies. Yeah, sorry, that's the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he just he berates the crowd. It's his hometown, by the way. Like, I think it's because he's in Ohio. I think. He's from was, Toledo, Ohio. I think he's from Cleveland or something. Okay. But the point is, like, Logan Paul, like, they're from they're from Ohio, and he thought he would get this huge, huge pop. And instead, I was like, oh, they're booing him. And he's like, I need to address the hard cam, but first, let me address my, fr- my fans here at home. And I'm like, that was really weird inside baseball, like, fourth wall breaking bullshit. He's a, he's a, he's a strange boy. I don't, I don't he really... Is. And, he's and like, of, I excel in every industry. And he's been saying the exact same thing every time. So it's like, this is one, you haven't explored that many industries. Your industries consist of being annoying for children on the internet, which has gotten you all of this money, which is fine, yeah. whatever. Um, boxing in what is of questionable integrity, like. <laughs> for a, a for a garbage company uh and yeah cool you didn't get knocked out by the now aging non-heavyweight boxer like yeah like you know like he knocked people out he did back in the day but it's been a while like and he's quite a bit older and he's more of a a, a points boxer than anything and now you're wrestling and that's it. That's all of the industries you've conquered as far as I know. Oh, you sell merch, which is just, it goes hand in hand with being annoying oh, on the you, internet for children. Like that is, you got it. You, you got to sell merch now. That's just yeah. the way it is. Yeah. That's how you make money. Like I watched, I watched a video. It was a Mr. Beast video. And it was like, we drove this, uh, this McLaren to a McDonald's and all these kids were like, I want to be in Mr. Beast videos. And they were all wearing Mr. Beast stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what? The guy's got millions upon millions of subscribers fine he's running a business that doesn't suck so that also helps but my point is logan paul um he knows how to hit every he knows how to hit it on the head every time like i yeah. i'm a social media yeah. megastar i did this i did that i'm every beat was 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 hit in time but yeah, yeah. there's it does and, not do anything for me and it's and we're supposed to be cheering him like that was right he's supposed to be the good guy I going don't up know. against roman reigns so- but there's so much there. of that going on in wrestling right now, both in AEW and WWE, where it's just like, who do you want me to cheer for? Like, I'm not necessarily going to do it, but like, pick one. Like, everyone's a yeah. tweener right now, and it's it's driving me nuts. Like, I just, it's, these, these are supposed to be stupid soap operas. I prefer them that way, because if they try to add nuance, it does not work, because it's yeah. not that, they're not that clever. Like, they're just yeah. not that smart to write it well. So, oh. There, and there is room for nuance, but like you said, it needs to be cleverly done. The Bray Wyatt yeah, stuff, for yeah. example, there's this is a, a cult leader who is struggling with himself right now. Uh, the promo that he cut on SmackDown, what do you think of that? I thought the promo itself would have been okay if it wasn't completely undermined by playing that song underneath it, which <laughs> weird from a tone. Like, Sorry. it's just they don't do that all the time. So it, it was no. it was weird, like just from a format perspective like your your structure doesn't normally have this and like it has vocals so it's distracting so it, it, yeah. and they're not good vocals so it's extra distracting like i, I didn't think fine. it added anything like yeah I, I was fine with the way it opened with the because the beginning with the piano yeah. part it just sounds yeah. like psycho and yeah. i think if they kept that and maybe built on it without the vocals like you said maybe it builds to the vocals at the end of the at the program. end the very end yeah yeah the yeah, crescendo very... can have it but it, it uh, 
that the structure of that was just very odd. The, the substance of it was fine. I, I'm interested in the circle social media gone wrong now controls him. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, I'm interested in the idea of like Bray Wyatt the psycho, not Bray Wyatt the um the magic man, you know? Yeah, like I liked I liked the the little Easter egg they did with the likes <laughs> the, the HIPAA violation. <laughs> right, that's right. The QR code and then it leads yeah. to an outpatient treatment uh, which has whatever. which has stuff redacted but like not the personal information not his client id tell you that much one eight five five whatever the hell the number was it was it was very funny but i i didn't mind that because i thought it was like okay this is an interesting character we're doing this like i got problems i know i got pro and then one of the vignettes shows a, a creepy cowboy man <laughs> very excited for vincent to make his wwe debut soon <laughs> Got the shit beat out of him by PCO. Now it's time to do something oh my new. God. It's very funny. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of excited for what they're going to do with uh, with Bray. I think I'm I'm looking more forward to it now than I have in the past. It's not it's not the fiend. It's not you know it's shooting fireballs and maggots being projected onto a mat during a WrestleMania title match. It's again keep him away from a title for as long as you possibly can. If you're going to give him a group of people around him, make one of those a tag team and make them tag team champions. That's fine. Bray Wyatt's not here for gold. He's not here no, for a world not. championship. He's here to cause chaos. So let's keep working on causing chaos. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I, I think that's it's all very interesting. I'm still I'm still cautiously optimistic. It, it has been good. But the first weird misstep, I think is this strange music during the thing, but I don't know if that was entirely his call. Oh, I don't know. Stupid music. It's an emo fan. band who just tried. I don't know. I, I got, I got no problem. I, it just doesn't work for me. LA night. Yeah. Yeah. The megastar. That's the, Meg that's what they're going with. for this. From Hagerstown, Maryland. <laughs> just like one. I often forget Maryland is a state. It's not, I, I don't know what they do there other than contain DC. Um, contain is not the word I'd use, but go ahead. <laughs> by the way, contain us by leaving a thumbs up on this video. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for not? new LA night. Glad they got them away from the models thing. Not that I had a problem with the maximum male models. I did not. I think they should keep Marseille and Monsoir and mm. uh, the, the lady. Maxine. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just said it. It's Maxine. She's basically just wooden there. That's fine. She can be wooden, though, in that context. I'm fine with her as a, a male model manager who has no charisma. That's hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, I'm just excited to see what we do with LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Do, oh, wait. Do we do LA Knight versus Rey Mysterio? I think that would be a very interesting program. Rey Mysterio's got, like, the world is his oyster right now, eh? Getting him the hell away from Dom was, like, That's Triple H, good. like, doing that on-screen meeting was very, very good. Because he's just, I think we can work something out. It's literally getting you away from your stupid son. <laughs> you couldn't beat him at WWE 2K13, <laughs> so instead, you're just going to come over here, beat the sh get the shit beat out of you by Valter. He's, like, he's having there's a a, a a renaissance if you will happening right now a renaissance <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah drop my pen it was so bad <laughs> good stuff okay fine yeah. uh and then last but not least legato del fantasma and hit row well hit row needs a friend and everyone's like oh it's gonna be carmelo hayes why do you think it's gonna be carmelo hayes Gee, i wonder what that carmelo? might be <laughs> Yeah, you think he's rapped? He's not a he's not really a rapper. He just uses slang, but I guess that's uh difficult for some people to parse. Um, Cameron Grimes. It should be Cameron Grimes. We've said Cameron Grimes should join Hit Row and just be the He's got a rap song world. as his theme. Just get him in there. It's perfect. I don't know who it could be. Like who could join Hit Row as a member? Uh Trick Trick Williams? No, leave leave him with Carmelo. Don't him, no, mess that's that. True. That's a good thing going. I agree. Um, if, it, if this was still the WWE led by Vince McMahon, they would have split those two up and they would have pushed Trick to the moon. To the yeah, moon. of course. Of course they would have. It ain't Carmelo. Stop putting Carmelo Hayes' name out there. It's just too... Mm, no. No, don't break up the Street Profits. You yeah, don't break alone. up the Street Profits. I, I still Another need to know why that going. boot why that boot is being worn. Yeah, I don't know. I have so many questions. Where are they? What's happening? 
Exactly. We're going to find out. But yeah, no, Leo Hitro, I'm fine with that. A returning Leo Rush. Uh, I think he's a little busy right now. He's got some yeah. GCW dates. Also, I'd love to see him do the Bobby Lashley thing again. Uh, hit him with the glutes. I don't know. what. what I, I don't Lund's know. Perfect. Oh, man. Not yeah. in the ring. <laughs> Be, no, no. That's that's the way you do it. I don't know. You can do Legato. Is, Legato is three. Hit Row is two. I, who could it be? Who could it be? I don't know. This took such a weird turn that I wasn't expecting. Like I, I thought we were building up tag teams, but now we just got this, and then Legato is there without the right lady. Like, ooh, yeah, family business is booming. We've acquired mergers and acquisitions, but we ditched one lady for some reason. I miss Electra Lopez. Same. Like, it's harder for me to stand. Such a much it. better fit. Like, just way yep. better fit. All right, let's get out of here. We have so much, so much to do today, friends. Uh, we have some changes coming to Fightful Over Books soon. I'll tell you now. The tag talk is moving to Mondays. They're going to start going live, uh, hopefully at three p.m. Eastern. That's the plan. We're just trying to shore that up. Uh, yes, our <laughs> yeah, he did it. He did it. Yeah. That's it. Our That's truth, who should join it. He, he is the only it. other rapper yep. in WWE. Just Adam, because that would be so goddamn funny let's do that our truth is the guy we're doing it okay Perfect. uh yeah so so keep an eye out uh fmc is probably gonna move to tuesdays moving forward but we're getting to that we'll make full announcements when we do that uh and tim and i are talking about changing the time of this show because let's face it noon on a sunday as great as it is that none of you find us which is what we love uh it would be nice to like you know have our day not cut into the middle of it so Tim, where can the people find you on the internet? They can find me at Tim Stone P T I M B S T O N E P on Twitter. Some of y'all got the wrong energy, though. Don't find me. <laughs> it's Tim and Joel calling the ring. Uh, we do this once a week. Who knows when? We'll figure it out. I am at Joel Pearl, J O E L P E A R L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. <laughs>